You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. What is up, Dub Nation? Brady Klopfer here with Golden State of Mind. Here to talk about the Warriors' final game of their disaster road trip. Facing the New Orleans Pelicans on Friday night. It was a game that I was really looking forward to when the week started. Because the Pelicans, I think, are one of the most fun teams in the NBA. Um, they're one of the best teams in the NBA. Which I think has maybe some people were not quite prepared for because they just haven't been healthy in so long and, and people forgot just how talented this roster is. Uh, but they're starting five of CJ McCollum, Herbert Jones, Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, Jonas Valanciunas has been one of the absolute best five-man units in the league. And so I was really excited to see the Warriors, you know, when this five-game road trip started, I was really excited to see them test themselves against another really good team on the road at the end of a road trip, at the end of a back-to-back. And of course, that proved to be some ignorance on my behalf because the Warriors went and had an absolute stinker of a road trip, losing the first four games, including three of them just to teams that they should not be losing to, the Hornets without LaMelo Ball, the lottery-bound Pistons, the lottery-bound Magic. And then they compounded it on Friday against the Pelicans by resting four of their starters. So the, you know, the excitement of that showdown, it, it fizzled throughout the week as the Warriors played worse and worse. And then it kind of, you know, hit the ground with a thud when they announced that Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, and Draymond Green would all be resting for this game and yet despite that it ended up being probably the best of the five games on the road trip you could make a case for the Miami game where the Warriors played pretty well but just lost to a very good Heat team Um, but this was this was a fun game you know as soon as we heard that they would be playing without four of their starters they're four All-Stars. They're five All-Stars, if you want to add Andre Iguodala to that fold, since he's been an All-Star. Um, you know, as soon as we found out that they were resting those guys, you kind of get excited. Thinking about the opportunity that some of the young players might get to, to finally play a role, to get extended minutes. All these players who we've been critical of because, frankly, they've been very bad. Um, but they've been bad in, in small moments. And not having time to really get a rhythm, probably looking over their shoulder at at the scorer's table, wondering if they're going to get taken out of the game every time that they make a mistake. And those guys got to got to play in this game, um, and that was that was fun. I think the funniest one, and this is just a very Steve Kerr move, funniest one was Jonathan Kaminga, who 
has been out of the rotation for the whole week, the whole road trip, really. Um, got some garbage time a while ago, but he had been a DNP in the last two games, and he started in this game and played 38 minutes. Um, it's not very often that you see DNP CDs followed up by starting and playing 38 minutes. Um, so that was kind of funny. But importantly, crucially, um, Kaminga looked really good in this game. I was excited to see how he would look after having some time kind of away after getting benched a little bit. And I was also a little nervous because, it, you know, I feel like Kaminga's issue this year has largely been that he's gotten tunnel vision. He hasn't really bought into the system a lot of times, hasn't really been making reads. He's kind of been catching the ball and just driving straight into traffic. Not playing a super team-oriented game. And I, I don't mean that to sound like I think he's being selfish. I think it's a combination of just not seeing things mixed with getting minimal opportunities and trying a little bit too hard to make the most of those opportunities instead of trusting himself. Um, and I thought, you know, with the stars off the court, a little bit more freedom for him to play his game, there would be a chance that, you know, that might be exacerbated a little bit. Uh, fewer people to defer to. But it went the other way around. He played a great team game, I thought, um, and, and he did it still while, while being very aggressive. There were a few times where he just destroyed Zion Williamson, which was awesome to see. Now, mind you, Zion coming off of missing an entire year is not an elite defender at the moment, but still, um, he's a guy who can hold his own on that end of the court. He's one of the greatest athletes in the world, um, and Kaminga just kind of took it at him a few times. Uh, he was aggressive, but in control. I thought he did a really good job crashing the glass, even though he only grabbed four rebounds. He um, was very active there. He finished with 18 points, efficient, 7 of 12 shooting, got to the free throw line four times, added two steals, two assists, a block. I thought it was a good night for Kaminga. And, you know, Steve Kerr said after the loss to the Magic that changes in the rotation are coming. And I took this game to be kind of an opportunity to audition some of those. Obviously, we weren't going to really get much insight into who was going to be playing since their four biggest players in terms of minutes were all resting. But that doesn't mean there weren't things to learn. Um, I thought after Kerr made those statements following the Magic game that when he said that changes to the rotation were coming, I took that to mean that James Wiseman was going to be out of the rotation for a while and that Kamingo would probably slide into that role small ball five or you know a four next to j michael green however you want to do it and i think this this game served a little bit as an audition for kaminga to prove that he deserves that opportunity i think he i think he did well on on that audition um and it also probably truthfully did show us where steve kerr's head is at with these rotations because kaminga played 38 minutes wiseman played only 17 in a game that you know the warriors were largely punting on and accepting that they were overwhelmingly likely to lose James Wiseman still only played 17 minutes 21 fewer than Kaminga, 15 fewer than Moses Moody, 15 fewer than Ty Jerome 8 minutes fewer than Kamon Looney uh, so you know I, I think 
I think we're in for, for quite a drop-off in Wiseman's role here for a little while until he earns those minutes back. And I think we're going to see Kaminga get an opportunity, and, and I think that's good. I, I think he deserves that. Uh, joining him in the starting lineup was Anthony Lamb playing just his second game of the season. And Lamb was phenomenal in this game. Um, he shot six for nine from the field. Nice. Four for six from three-point range. Finished with 16 points. Um, thought he was a pretty active defender. Had three steals on the night. Um, and just thought he was very active. Thought he, thought he did a lot of things. Um, he was a busy body, rebounding, playing defense, etc. Um, and, and that was good to see. And the other two-way contract on the team, Ty Jerome, had a fantastic game. 18.6 rebounds, 5 assists, 7 for 12 shooting. Um, he, he was really good. It was, it was a lot of fun to see. He, he really showed out a little bit. And the Warriors were right in this game. They were leading after the first quarter. They were playing really good defense. We have not seen the non-starters play good defense this year, probably ever. And, and this time we saw it, that this team buckled down and played really good defense in the first quarter. Really, they played great defense in every quarter except the second quarter. That was where they lost it. They gave up 35 points in the second quarter. They gave up just 26 in the first, 27 in the third, 26 again in the fourth. Um, and that defensive effort kept them in the game. Again, they were leading after the first quarter. They fell behind by double digits in the third, but buckled down, put the clamps on defensively, went on a run, got right back in the game, took this game down to the wire before um, the Pelicans stretched out the lead in the final minute or two and won 114 to 105. Truthfully, had Jordan Poole played like the Jordan Poole that earned himself a massive payday earlier this month, or last month rather, uh, the Warriors probably would have won this game. But Poole had a bit of a rough game again. He had 20 points, which was team high, but uh, shot just 5 for 18 from the field. Did get to the free throw line seven times, did have nine assists, which was nice. Also had five turnovers. Uh, some pretty poor defense. So, you know, not his best game, certainly. And I think, you know, had that been the superstar pool that we know is there and just hasn't been very present to start the year, I think maybe the Warriors would have would have pulled off the really fun surprise victory here. Um, but it wasn't to be. Solid game for Moses Moody, 14 points, 4 for 9 shooting, 4 rebounds. Thought he played really good defense in this game. He had a team high... Uh, plus minus of plus 10. Despite the Warriors kind of punting the game, they didn't turn things over to the rookies much. Ryan Rollins played just nine minutes. But he did get seven points. Four turnovers, though, and a minus 20 in those nine minutes. He just, he's he's dripping with talent, but he, you know, he's, he's unplayable right now if you are trying to win. He's just incredibly raw. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. Um. Lots and lots of talent, very, very exciting, a guy worth being excited about, but it's, you know, a little Alan, Alan Smiley, 
Smiley Gigi. It's been so long since Smiley played for the Warriors, I forgot how to say his name. Um, but it's been a little Smiley-ish, his minutes just in the, you know, obviously he has more talent than Smiley, but, you know, just in the sense that when he's on the court, you're like, this, this is a project. This is, you know, when Kamingo and Wiseman are on the court, you know, they're hurting the team a lot of the time, but you, you have a reason to think, well, maybe they're not going to hurt the team this game. I, I don't think we're there with Rollins. Patrick Baldwin Jr. on his first extended play, same thing for him. He only played four minutes, uh, nothing in the stat sheet for him, so he'll have to wait to get his first NBA points. Um, and yeah, exact same thing with him, dripping with talent, no chance whatsoever of providing anything other than minutes that are just going to go south for the team immediately. And, you know, that's normal. <laughs> These are rookies. That's how it goes. Um, and it's part of why the Warriors are in a tricky spot because they're not a team that wants to be able to afford to give out those minutes, but it's where they are. So it concludes the five-game road trip. Um, a awful five-game road trip. And, you know, I think it tells you everything you need to know about how bad the road trip was that a loss to end the road trip with all the starters resting was the highlight of the road trip. Um, but they went 0-5 on the trip. They're now 0-6 on the road. They get the weekend to relax and figure out what went wrong, and they're going to get a chance to practice, which is great. You don't you don't get a chance to practice in the NBA very often. You just don't. Um, you only practice during the season if you have multiple off days in a row. And most teams, or all teams, have very limited times with that. Um, but the schedule makers are helping the Warriors out this week. They have the weekend off. They're back on Friday, I mean on Monday, at home against a bad Sacramento Kings team. And then they have three days off. Staying home, no less. No, no traveling before a Friday night game hosting the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's going to be a fun game. Cleveland, if you haven't been watching other teams this year, Cleveland has been not just one of the best teams in the NBA, but one of the most fun teams in the NBA. I mean, that lineup, they're starting... Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell, Karis LeVert, Jared Allen, and Evan Mobley. That is a dynamic team. And then you have Kevin Love coming off the bench, Dean Wade, Chetty Osman, Isaac Okoro. Incredibly fun team and incredibly talented. They are playing as well as anybody in the NBA right now other than the undefeated Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, so that'll be a barometer game, and, and again, the Warriors are going to have three off days at home before that game, and I think that's a really valuable opportunity for them to actually get some practice time in, uh, for the coaching staff to make some decisions about the rotations, and hopefully they'll come they'll come out in that game and also in the Monday game against the Kings, looking more like the championship team that they were a few months ago and the championship team that we expect them to be because right now they are three and seven which is a little bit hard to conceive three and seven with two of those three wins coming against bad teams in the kings and the lakers um that that home win against the heat before the five game road trip is really the only quality win on their docket through 10 games um so not where they wanted to be but it is a very long season and I'm looking forward to them figuring this thing out.
All right, thanks for tuning in, folks. Be sure to check out goldenstateofmind.com for further coverage, recaps of this game, We've got grades, we got Joe Ray's excellent video breakdowns, all sorts of good stuff. Check it out. Have a good weekend, everybody.